Hello, this is Jerry Kaziah, and welcome to this edition of Business Builders Podcast. You know, I have not, I do not recall ever meeting anyone that has ever said that running a business, running their business is easy. The truth of it is, running a business is hard. It is hard work. And if you're going to work that hard, you might as well earn money while doing it. You need to get paid and paid well, too, my friend. You know, chances are, what's stopping you from being wealthy are the habits that you made when you were poor. You see, the truth of it is, is if you keep thinking and acting like you're poor, guess what? You will always be poor. You may have a run-up with some cash for a short time, but by the, by the time the dust settles, you're going to be right back to where you were, or at least pretty darn close to where you were. You have to change your thought processes. You need to change the way you interact with money. You have to think differently and act differently if you want to become wealthy. Tony Robbins said it many years ago. He said the quickest way to success is to find someone who is successfully doing what you want to do and copy them exactly. You know, if you find someone who is successfully doing what you want to do and they allow you to copy them, or in our case, we encourage you to copy us, we teach you to copy us, we help you to copy us, we want you to copy us, then you, of course, will be successful too. Here are just some of the best habits that the wealthy have used to help them stay wealthy. You see, you can never buy yourself into wealth. You, you can't. The first thing we tell you to do is, number one, get out of debt. Get out of debt. When we talk about financial freedom, financial freedom is the ability to live your desired lifestyle without having to work for the money to do so. You have enough passive income coming in to support your lifestyle the way you choose to live without you having to punch a 9 to 5 clock. The easiest way to do that is get out of debt. As long as you have debt, you are almost a slave to the banks. Because the bank payments come every month, regardless of whether you're working or not, regardless of whether you're healthy or not. The banks don't care. They want their money returned to them. So the quicker you get out of debt, the easier it is for you to create financial freedom. Another way to do that, number two, is stick to a budget. Stick to a budget. How many people even know how to spell budget, much less have one? I'd love to see how many folks actually have a financial budget for their household, a financial budget for their lifestyle. You know, if you don't have a budget, chances are you are spending way more money than you're making, more money than you're earning, more money than you have, 
and you probably have a lot of debt and probably a lot of credit card debt. That's the American way. It's the capitalist society. It's consumerism. Which brings me to number three. Know the difference between your wants and your needs. You know, I want a lot of things. But when it gets down to it, do I really need them? You know, I'm, I'm in the process of purchasing some rural property. And I want a four-wheel drive truck. So that I can get on the property even after it rains and I don't get stuck out there. But do I need to do that right now? Do I actually need to have this work vehicle? Uh, no, I don't. And so it will be a while before I have some sort of ranch car. Uh, but it will happen when it's necessary. Again, it's the difference between wants and needs. I want a lot of things, but I don't necessarily need them. Now that brings you to number four. Be frugal. Absolutely be frugal. Now, I'm not, I didn't say cheap. Don't be cheap, please. That's one of the worst things that someone can do. But you can be frugal. When you're purchasing something, make sure that you're not paying the highest price. But always, I learned a long time ago, buy the best that you can afford. It will last longer, and you will certainly be happier. And that takes me to number five, research the market. Man, before you buy anything, take the time and study. Study what it is that you're purchasing. Study what it is that you want, what you need, what you're going to purchase. I'm really, I'm a great buyer. I make sure that I get the best deal that I can find. Because, you know, it's my money. I worked hard for it. I'm working smarter today. I, when I bought my car, I bought a $104,000 car. I bought it at an auction. I paid $55,000 for my car. You know, I saved 50000 bucks buying a one-year-old car. Yes, it had 5,000 miles on it. I didn't care. It was still under factory warranty. It still had all of the maintenance involved. I just didn't have the ego stroke of having the first person, of being the first person to drive the car. But I darn sure got the ego stroke of keeping $50,000 in my pocket. And that brings me to number six. Invest your money in physical goods, diversification, and long-term plans. So physical goods, buy real estate. That is real property. Real property is one of the best hedges against inflation that you can come up with. Gold, silver, any of the commodities, these are real physical goods. You know, there's talk out there about NFTs, and I, I don't understand them. I, I, I just can't understand how a picture of something 
is valuable. I just saw the report uh, someone paid $2.9 million for an NFT of Jack Dorsey. Tried to sell it the other day for, and all he could, the largest offer they got was $114,000. There's no way in the world that makes any sense to me. You spend all that money and you, you get such a little return. Uh, it's not a physical good. It's an NFT. Diversification. Diversification is always good. Never keep all your eggs in one basket. And, you know, long-term plans? I, I've i told people many times, I got wealthy when I bought real estate, not necessarily when I sold it. When you purchase it properly, when you buy the real estate properly, that's when you that's when your wealth comes in. You just have to hang on to it to allow the appreciation to occur. The project that we're purchasing now, I'm in the process of, it's a very large section uh, and I anticipate holding on to this project for five to ten years. But when I do, when I do get to the point where I'm going to sell it, I will have a minimum, a minimum of a 5x return, 500% return on my investment. It's already been projected that I will have a 300% return on my investment in three years. So I think 500% in five years or 10 years is certainly doable. But this is the long-term plans. And my name is Jerry Kaziah. Thanks for listening. And again, welcome to Business Builders.